Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is August 17th of 2023, and we're celebrating Thursday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. Today's Gospel comes to us from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 18, verse 21, and then all the way through to chapter 19, verse 1. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property, in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, Pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, Be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger, his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, unless each of you forgives his brother from his heart. When Jesus finished these words, he left Galilee and went to the district of Judea across the Jordan. Today's gospel brings us face to face with the reality of sin and the need to forgive. Peter asks if forgiving his brother seven times is sufficient. Recall that in Genesis, Cain was to be avenged seven times over, and his son Lamech seventy-seven times, and that the later rule of law was often eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Hence, Peter understood his offer was rather generous. In the light of the New Testament, however, and in light of Christ's saving death on the cross, we could say that the entire universe undergoes a reevaluation, a change in price, right? A new pricing in light of Christ. In the parable, the servant's debt is really quite huge. Now, usually the English translation says simply a large amount. The Greek literally says 10,000 talents, right? Now, the entire region of Palestine used to pay about 800 talents in taxes per year to the Romans. Think about it, the entire region of Palestine is paying 800 talents a year to the Romans. And the servant owes 10,000 talents, right? The amount owed is huge. But notice the servant's response when he gets called on it. Be patient with me and I will pay you back in full. Yeah. So those who know, those who study this, say that it probably would have taken the servant 20 years just to earn a single talent. 
In other words, he really has no idea of the debt he owes his master. He completely lacks perspective. What happens next fulfills what St. Augustine notes in a sermon. He writes, Men are hopeless creatures, and the less they concentrate on their own sins, the more interested they become in the sins of others. They seek to criticize, not to correct. Unable to excuse themselves, they stand ready to accuse others. That's a powerful line. The less they concentrate on their own sins, the more interested they become in the sins of others. They can't excuse themselves, so they got to accuse other people. So then how do we apply this to our own lives? Well, we can do two things. First, we need to recall our own sins. Again, not in such a way to make ourselves miserable or to, to place in doubt God's mercy, but in a way that reminds us that we're sinners too, and that God has been very merciful with us. We're weak. And as St. Claude de la Colombière writes, he says, we have in us the seed of every vice. There's not a single vice, there's no sin that we are incapable of committing. It's only God's grace that keeps us from falling. And it's this too that keeps us from being scandalized at the sins of others. And secondly, we see the need to forgive. In an essay from 1947, C.S. Lewis explains how our forgiveness should be like God's. And he says our forgiveness is the same as God's forgiveness because forgiving does not mean excusing. Many people seem to think that it does. They think that if you ask someone to forgive them, you know, someone who cheated or bullied them, then you're trying to make out that there was really no cheating or bullying. But if that were so, then there would be nothing to forgive, right? And then C.S. Lewis adds, this doesn't mean that you necessarily believe his next promise, but it does mean that you must make every effort to kill every taste of resentment in your own heart, every wish to humiliate or hurt him or to make him pay you back, right? To make him pay for that insult. Now, St. Jane Francis Chantel gives us a model of that forgiveness, right? In 1601, Jane's husband, Christophe, was accidentally killed in a hunting accident. Now, he forgave the man who shot him before he died, but Jane struggled for years to be able to forgive, right? She and her husband were deeply devoted to each other through their seven years of marriage. She spent four months at his, her home just mourning his loss. She took a vow of chastity after her husband's death and worked on forgiving the man who killed him. It took a lot of time and effort. Finally, she was able to forgive after she heard a Lenten sermon by the Bishop of Geneva, St. Francis de Sales. His sermon focused on the love of God, and it moved Jane's heart to a spirit of forgiveness. She moved from her hard-heartedness so completely that eventually she became the godmother of the man's child. Right? That experience of hearing Francis de Sales for the first time was a turning point in her life and her sadness. And eventually she founded the Order of the Visitation, that order of contemplatives, and became the saint we know today. So today, let's pray through the intercession of Mary, Mother of Forgiveness, for the grace to recall our sins in such a way so that we might be ever amazed at God's mercy and ever ready to forgive others.